0: G'day, folks. I'm Billy Pennell. Thanks for joining me for another edition of The Music Show. During which I'll play for you new music from Iggy Pop, Jan Ackerman, Jerry Beckley, a never before heard release from Miles Davis, and some of Australia's most talented writing musicians that include Marcel, Jess Hitchcock, G Flip, Rory Ellis, and The Maze. My album From the Attic, a personal favourite that I always look forward to sharing with you who honour the music of Quicksilver Messenger Service, one of the great San Francisco bands to have emerged in the mid-60s, whose founder member, guitarist, singer, songwriter Gary Duncan died in July of this year. Before we begin, I'd like to thank my dear friend Dominic Alafarci from Collins House here in Melbourne for his support of the music show. Dominic will assist you with any inquiries you may have to do with financial investment, superannuation or any other money matters. Last week I had the pleasure of attending an album launch for Melbourne singer, songwriter, musician, band leader Joshua Batten's new release, The City Within. Performing both acoustic and electric sets with an eight-piece band that entered and left the stage as required, Josh gave us a glimpse of where this young musician's career is heading. This is Josh Batten.
1: Was the beginning Of a successful romance But I had no sense of direction You can walk
0: From his new album, The City Within, that was Josh Batten and a song Josh wrote called Hollywood Blues. Marcel is another gifted Melbourne singer and songwriter who is preparing to take her debut album, Falling Forward, on the Road. Over the past few months, I've been regularly revisiting on YouTube songs from Marcel's soon-to-be-released album, impressed by the diversity of the arrangements and the power of her lyrics. Putting on hold her successes in the fields of opera, ballet, television and film, Marcel has chosen to express her inner self through these powerful songs that display a deep understanding of the human spirit. Here's an example of the music of Marcel.
2: The
0: One of the many pleasures I derive when putting together each edition of The Music Show is the opportunity to expose a work of young, talented Melbourne musicians who are on the cusp of exposing their music to a wider audience. People such as Marcel, whose song Skarg, will open her upcoming debut album, Falling Forward. Chris Farlow, who recently turned 79, has for over six decades endured as one of the great English rock, blues, soul and jazz singers. Born John Dayton, Farlow, who took his stage name from American female jazz singer Chris Connor and jazz guitarist Tal Farlow, cut his musical teeth playing in the London jazz clubs in the late 1950s and early 1960s with his band The Thunderbirds, whose guitar player was the legendary Albert Lee. Chris is best known for his number one single, a cover of the Rolling Stones, Out of Time, that topped the charts in 1966. Farlow has always been held in the highest esteem by his contemporaries, after a stint in Vincent Crane's band Atomic Rooster in the 1970s, Farlow sang on two tracks from Jimmy Page's Death Wish 2 soundtrack, released in 1982, and on a number of tracks on Page's 1998 album Outrider. He was a member of drummer John Heisman's Coliseum, one of the first bands to fuse rock with jazz, blues and R&B for close to 30 years, and since 1999 has appeared on stage and on recordings with Van Morrison. One of my favourite Chris Farlow stories is this one.
3: I could go to the West End, to the Scene Club, when I was 15 years old, and to the Flamingo, when I was 17, 18 years old. One night would be Larry Williams and John Tire Watson. Next night would be John Leopold, next night would be Howling Wolf. Next weekend would be uh, Chuck Berry, uh, uh, Nina Simone. You could go and see all these people and sit there and actually learn your trade. We was in the Flamingo one night playing, and someone said to uh, me... Did you see that black guy sitting in the front of the row look, looking? at Well, they were all black. They're all GIs. I said say they're all black, GIs. They come down for the weekend, you know. Mm-hmm. No, it was Otis Redding. I said, away, Otis Redding. Get, it, get off. So I'm sitting in the dressing room and the door opens and Otis Redding walks in,
4: mm-hmm.
3: comes up to me and says, You are a great singer. I says, Oh, dear <laughs> me. It's Otis like, Redding. Really, it is. So, I said, how are you doing? He said, I want you to be on my... I'm doing a TV show next week called Ready Steady Goes. So I want you to be my guest. And I said, pinch me. I think this, this is all not happening, you know. <laughs> so when I heard uh, uh, Sarah Vaughan, she was my favourite. Well, one of my... Jerry Southern was my favourite jazz singer. Nice. They call it Stormy Monday They tell
5: me is of Chelsea's band Oh, it's Stormy Monday They tell me twos is a just as bad. They tell me when's is no good Thursdays are just as sad
3: Stormy Monday Blues, part one and part two. We were doing a session for um, Chris Blackwell from Iron Records, Guy Stevens. And uh, while they were setting up all the equipment and all that, they just said to us, just play a couple of numbers so we can get the mics sort of tested out, you know. Yeah. And we just did Stormy Only Blues. And then we did some other things. And then a couple of months later, I saw this come out under Little Joe Cook. And I thought, they didn't, never told me it was going to be under Little Joe Cook. They never did in those days. It was just it, you know. The eagle flies
5: on a Friday Yes, on Saturday I draw my pay
1: The eagle flies on a Friday
5: It's on Saturday I draw my pay
3: And then Vicky Wickham got hold of it with ready steady go and she got in touch with the office the Rick gunner office and said we'd like to book Little Joe Cook for ready steady go and they said, uh, he's not available. And they said, why not? They said, we can't get in touch with him. And then they got in touch with Iron Records and said, we want this guy on them. But when they said it was Chris Farlow, couldn't, you couldn't have Little Joe Cook because it's a, a pseudonym for Chris Farlow. Yeah. They didn't believe it. They said, oh, come on, come on, don't be silly. And it was us, me and Albert and the band.
5: Cause I like to sing the blues I also like to sing rock and roll
3: that us have some guitar, man, yeah. Yeah. Hey. I mean, I was in America a little while ago, last year, and I was introduced to a guy, a black blues musician.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: i got his name now. Well known, and the guy said that uh, like teacher or an English singer. He said, Oh, yeah, oh, what's his name? He said, Chris Farlow. He said, Chris Farlow. Dan, he said, I know two Chris Farlows. And I looked at him I said, Two Chris Farlows. He said, uh, No, Chris Farlow. He said, Yeah, you're Chris Farlow. He said, oh, I, know, I know another Chris Farlow. He's saying Stormy Monday Blues on suit. I said, That's me. And he looked at me and he went, No, 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 this guy's black. Whatever
5: I'm gonna do They call it Stormy Monday Blues yeah, Stormy Monday
3: So this has been a very important record for me and, and I think for all of us because it's, uh, it's regarded as one of the great blues records ever made in England.
0: Have you enjoyed Chris Farler reminiscing about the accolades he received from Otis Redding and his recording of T-Bone Walker's Stormy Monday Blues under the pseudonym of Little Joe Cook, which perpetuated the myth that he was a black singer. As you've probably worked out by now, Melbourne, Australia is home to countless numbers of talented musicians, songwriters and performers. One is G Flip, also known as Georgia Flippo, who is currently touring Australia promoting her debut album called About Us, after a successful US tour earlier this year that included an appearance at the Lollapalooza Music Festival in Chicago. Here's an example of the music of G-Flip.
6: I think we just made it through another night you're not crying and I'm not asking you why I think we just made it through without a fight Now it's quiet and I'm holding you tight Let's go with it Let's run with it Before sip turns to sip So belligerent Then you're over it I'm so over it But we both come back every time Why well, we oh, always oh. acting stupid kiss and fight, and we fuck all night Kiss we kiss and we fight all night Why we always acting stupid I wouldn't want to do this shit with anybody else Do we do it to ourselves? Maybe we're only in this for the drama Cause you're an actress And I'm no better I better away myself when i'm with you i better behave myself when i'm without you so let's go with it let's roll with it but we both come back every time why we
0: singer and songwriter G Flip and portion of a song called Stupid from her debut album called About Us. Iggy Pop's recording career continues to grow in stature with the release of his 18th studio album called Free. Refusing to be typecast, he's followed up his previous release, 2016's Post-Pop Depression, recorded with members of Queens of the Stone Age and Arctic Monkeys with his most eclectic album in years. His collaborators include New York jazz trumpeter Leron Thomas, Faith Verne, singer in Manchester band Pins, and US guitarist Sarah Lipstate, who records under the name Novella. Tracks vary from dramatic ambient tones on one to the title track that consists of Iggy saying, I want to be free, twice. The spoken word tracks, We Are The People, featuring lyrics written by Lou Reed in 1970, and the Dylan Thomas poem, Do Not Go Gentle Into That Good Night. And this one... James Bond with Iggy sounding a bit like a lounge singer.
7: She wants to be your James Bond She wants to be your James Bond well, it's not for a price, and it's not to be nice. She wants to be your James Bond. She wants to be your James Bond. James Bond. She wants to be your James Bond. She might stand in your way, but still she'll save the day. She wants to be your James Bond. Talks like him too She can suss out the spy Even if it's you She trusts no one Not even herself She makes no sudden moves Chalks it up to step Oh, my.
0: new album, Free, that was Iggy Pop, with some help from the aforementioned Laurent Thomas on saxophone and singer Faith Verne, and a song Iggy wrote that kind of swaps genders around where a lady wants to be his James Bond. Once again, I'd like to remind you that if you need professional assistance with money management, be it superannuation, investments, inheritance, my friend Dominic Alifachi from Collins House will be happy to help you out. One of my favourite guitar players is Dutch-born Jan Ackerman who first came to my attention in the early 1970s in the band Focus who creatively fused classical, jazz and rock music. Over the years, Ackerman has continued to release albums under his own name. One of those, a rare 1997 release recorded in the Netherlands was recently passed on to me by my great friend Wes. Here is Jan Ackerman and a piece he originally recorded with his band Focus. Ackerman, who in 1973 was voted Best Guitarist in the World by readers of the UK magazine Melody Maker and his own composition Focus 3. Another Melbourne singer-songwriter Jess Hitchcock drew on her Torres Strait Island and Papua New Guinea origins when creating her outstanding debut album. Accompanying herself on piano and ukulele with additional guitar from Liam Gurner, this is the music of Jess Hitchcock. From her debut album Bloodline, we heard the voice of Jess Hitchcock and a song she wrote called By the Sea. Jerry Beckley, founder member with Dewey Bunnell of the band America, has a new solo album out called Five Mile Road that features cameos from former bass player with Chicago, Jason Sheff, and legendary polka guitarist, Rusty Young. Here's Jerry Beckley. the music of Jerry Beckley, who is currently on the road with longtime friend and bandmate Dewey Bunnell, celebrating the 50th anniversary of their band America, and a song called Home Again that he began writing in the mid-1970s, but didn't complete until a few weeks before the mastering of his new solo album, Five Mile Road. I was saddened to hear of the death of American guitarist, singer, songwriter Gary Duncan, a founder member of the band Quicksilver Messenger Service who pioneered, along with The Grateful Dead, Jefferson Airplane and Big Brother and The Holding Company, the San Francisco psychedelic movement of the mid-1960s, when bands such as these fused rock with jazz, folk and classical influences, ushering in a new wave of groups that created an individual, innovative sound that fed off improvisation. Formed in 1965, the most successful lineup of Quicksilver featured Duncan and John Cipollina on guitars, singer-rhythm guitarist Dino Valente, author of The Young Bloods and themic Get-Together, bass guitarist singer David Freeberg and drummer Greg Elmore. The tracks I've chosen to highlight Duncan's innovative melodic guitar style were recorded after Cipollina's departure and featured on my album From the Attic, a live collection titled Fillmore The Last Days, when 14 acts performed at the legendary Fillmore Auditorium in San Francisco that was about to close its doors for the last time. Let's go back to July 1971 on stage at Fillmore West where promoter Bill Graham was handling the introduction for what would be the venue's final show. <laughs>
8: One, two, three. How
7: about the monitors? Some of the baddest people in the world. The Quicksilver. Messenger <laughs> Silver. Uh.
0: album from the attic, Fillmore, The Last Days, we paid a musical tribute to the late Gary Duncan, guitar player and songwriter with Quicksilver Messenger Service, who performed two of their own songs, Fresh Air and Mojo. Other acts that appeared on the double CD and subsequent documentary movie included Santana, Boz Gags, A Grateful Dead, Hot Tuna, Tower of Power and Taj Mahal. In 2017, Sydney singer-songwriter Rory Ellis became aware of a letter which had been placed in a whisky bottle and cemented into the Church Street Bridge in Melbourne in 1940 by two plasterers, Joe Eagles and Colin Ellis, Rory's grandfather, who had fought in the Battle of the Somme in World War One as a light horseman. In 2010, two members of a concrete repair company were completing their work on the bridge when they noticed a glass bottle with a document inside. The text... Written towards the end of World War II, spoke of the senseless killing of countless young men and women in the name of capitalism. It closed with these words: "We hope that when this letter is found, that there is peace on earth and goodwill to man." Rory Ellis has written and recorded this song, "The Letter," inspired by his grandfather's words.
9: And I rewrote this letter, thinking about the times Put it in a bottle for another man to find High up on the Church Street Bridge, plastering by trade Happy fall conditions, Mr. Williams, kindly day. country, horseback river, some, seen the devastation, but life was moving on. Poor man calls it murder, rich man calls it war, anyway, the barrel points, the palm man t- Letter Finds another man An equal share Will find us all In <laughs> Bury us In foreign lands Save the ivory tower Fight until the doubt, lest we forget, remember all the deeds we carried out. So I pray that when this letter letter, finds another man, an equal share will find us all in peace, be it, hey, hey, Once a man to work our hardened hands. This message in a bottle we left for you to find. May all be equal, fair, and right with peace on earth this time. So I pray that when this letter, letter finds another man. An equal share will find us all in peace. Be at hand. Yeah, we pray that when this letter letter, finds another man, an equal share will find us all in peace. Be at hand.
0: his latest album inner outlaw that was singer songwriter rory ellis an extraordinary song about a letter melbourne singing songwriting sisters the maze who are maggie and elsie rigby have recently released their debut album backing themselves on guitars mandolin fiddle and percussion augmented on some tracks by cello and double bass this is the music of the maze Maggie and Elsie Rigby And a song called Treat You Better From their outstanding self-titled album ARIA Hall of Fame inductee Russell Morris Rejuvenated his recording career in 2012 With the release of Shark Mouth The first of his trilogy of cinematic blues roots albums That chronicled the lives of Australian characters and events From as far back as the 1920s and 1930s for his current album, Black and Blue Heart, Morris handed the production reins over to Bernard Fanning and Nick Dedea from the band Powderfinger, who gave the songs a tough, harder edge. Let's have a listen to a portion of one of the album's many outstanding tracks Is There Anybody Out There?
8: Things happening in the skies at night People looking up for some fire flight Wish you could see it Cause I know you'd understand All the stars
0: From his new album, Black and Blue Heart, we heard Russell Morris posing the much-asked question, is there anybody out there? Before I draw the curtain on this edition of The Music Show, I'd like to once again thank my friend Dominic Alifarchi from Collins House, experts in money management, for his great support of The Music Show. In October 1985, jazz legend Miles Davis, one of the most influential and acclaimed figures in the history of jazz, began recording a new album to be called Rubber Band. For some reason, the tracks were never made available. Unheard and untouched for more than 30 years, the album has now been released. Let's go out with a portion of a composition called Paradise featuring Miles Davis on trumpet keyboards and synthesizer. Thanks for listening to the music show with me. I'm Billy Pinnell. Take care of each other and love the music.
1: If you don't mind, we'd like to play something for you.